0: Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of the Veronica Williams Podcast. It is April 1st, 2019, and I hope that your day has been going amazing. I wanted to just come in here just to talk about something that had been on my mind and I wanted to get it out. And um, so I figure now is a good time. It's been a minute since i actually podcast, and I gotta come up with a time that I'm actually gonna be consistent to continue to do this, especially with um something new that I'm about to start doing here within the next couple of weeks. So, welcome. Welcome, welcome, especially to my new um listeners. I say welcome to you um to my platform, to my podcast. And um this in my podcast I typically talk about things. I am a registered nurse, so I'm huge on health and fitness and um finance and family, but I'm also big on the word of God. So everything that I talk about stems around the word of God and um you know I like I like to give Bible verses and I like to uh, be able to give you wisdom and inspiration in different areas of your life of what you're probably going through. So I failed a lot, but I've also succeeded a lot as well. So today, I, you know, it's a lot of things that I was sitting here today trying to figure out what did I want to talk about? because it's been like I said a minute and a half that I've literally tried to podcast and a lot of things have come against our family but let me tell you how good God is I mean the mercy and the speedy recovery of God and the miracles of God is is amazing Um, I had already said me and my husband that March was going to be a month of miracles and manifestations and God showed up and just did exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask, think, or imagine um, for our family members. So I just give God all the glory for that. I want to say that um, as well before I even got started. So have you been dealt with things in your life? That you feel like I need to get this taken care of, and I need to get this taken care of. You have so much stuff that's in your plate that you need to get taken care of. Yet you either just put it on the back burner, or you figure I'll just take care of it when I get a chance to, or I'll start this when I start to feel better, or I'll lose weight when I'm, you know, when I'm not working as hard, or I'll get out of debt when you know, um, just whenever I get make more money, or I'll do this and do that. We have more ideas. in our head, yet we have more excuses that come out of our mouth. So I've lived that for so long. And I realized that, you know, the word of God says that life and death is in the power of our tongue. And every single day we are to get up and command our day. Every single day you have the power to command your day. So I was debating between, hey, let me talk about this versus let me talk about that. I have three different topics so that I'm going to be bringing over the next couple of weeks. But one of the biggest ones that I wanted to talk about is something that we typically, and I know you've seen the title, but it's something that we typically take for granted and we don't realize that we take it for granted until our world is upside down. And we're searching and we're seeking for this and God talks about it. And in the book of John 14 and 27, this is what Jesus said peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. We live in a world now where it's so much going on. If you, um, a person that watches the news and I completely, um, you know, I don't watch the news and um, I'm glad that so many people do so they can give me update. I probably should watch it sometimes, but I try not to let things um, harden my heart. And with things that have been happening lately, um, especially with the situation that just recently happened, if you are familiar with what I'm talking about, a situation where a young man um, lost his life, it um, someone called and told me about it, and it literally bothered me. Mind you, I didn't know this young man. I've never heard of him before, but it bothered me, and I just... You know, you hear that and I'm like, OK, well, I, I you know, it's a prayer for him. I said prayer for the family and I immediately did that. But it was something with the, about this young man that I wanted to find out more about because everybody was saying he was an amazing young man. And um, so I wanted to just find out some more things. And the things that I found out actually hardened my heart even more, especially being in healthcare, especially being a nurse and living this life of, you know, taking care of patients and, you know, really hoping and feeling the joy when you see them get better and feeling the joy of when you see them leave the hospital and feeling the joy of their chronic pain uh, disappearing and having joy when they're, when they recover, yet when it's so much pain that they carry around, we cover it up with pills. We cover it up with the Band-Aid, we, we continue to cover cuts and wounds and hope that they'll are they heal on their own, yet there is something that we are carrying that cannot be healed on its own. Our heart belongs to God, and everything that is in our heart comes out through our mouth. And a lot of the things that are going on in this world is a lot of evilness, and I choose to do this thing as much as I can, I'm human, we are all human, but you got to be intentional with this thing right here. You got to be intentional with what goes through your ear gate and what goes through your eye gate because peace is something you have to choose to pursue. The Bible says, seek peace and pursue it just like you pursue Your wife or your husband or your significant other, just like you pursue a job that you really want, just like you pursue a career or education, just like you pursue love. God says we need to pursue peace. We choose every day to either give our power away. And when you give your power away, you don't realize that your peace has already went along as a package deal. And now what you have received is pain. You've received pain. And pain is something that is hard to really get rid of, especially when you focus on pain instead of focusing on the power and instead of focusing on God and letting the pain know how powerful your God is and playing the blood of Jesus over every area of your life we tend to focus on that thing that hurts so bad. We tend to focus on the mountains that we continue to build up and we continue to create. We tend to focus on the doors that close instead of the ones that are opening. And I come to tell you guys today that you gotta seek God in everything. You gotta seek God for your peace because when you get caught up in the world way of doing it, you literally give your peace away. God's word, God's word says, do not worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything, no matter what it is. What is it that you're going through right now that you know that you need to pray about? But you, because you're so bold, because you're so powerful, you tend to say, oh, I got this. I don't need to pray about this. I read someone's social media page last night talking about this gentleman, and he said, it, it almost brought me to my knees. And that almost word, it caught my attention because the things that happen in our life should 100% bring us to our needs. Everything that we try to build up ourselves, God tears down because he knows that that is not of him. God has given us all an amazing inheritance and whatever you are creating in your life, it's up to you. You have that power and that strength to literally change it. I always say, You can create your world by the words that you say, by the things that you say. The life is in your tongue, not in the tongue of what I'm saying not in the words of what someone else is saying. Yeah, somebody comes and they plant a seed and someone else may come and water it, but it is God who ultimately gives the increase, but you have to speak life in this You have to speak life and someone else will water that as long as you receive that word and that seed, someone is going to continue to water that and it's going to grow. So, like I said, it's just the Bible says, you know, thank God, tell God exactly what you need and thank him for all that he has done. And then this is something I just recently noticed. He says afterwards, this is verse seven this is verse 7 he says afterwards and this is James sorry James um one and uh James I think it's James yeah James he says afterwards then you will experience God's peace which exceeds anything we can ever understand his peace will guard our minds and a lot of times we end up blocking it by the things that we say, by the things that we see, by the things that are happening in the world, we tend to literally block our blessings. And I'm sorry, that was James 1 and 2, but it um, also is what I was reading. then James 7 uh, is in there as well. I'll put it at the bottom here as well. We have to literally go to God, trust Him in everything that we do. He says in James 1, to count it all joy, whatever you go through, the things, the trials that you go through, count it all joy. And a lot of times we don't want to count that joy. We want to count open doors is joy. We want to count getting the new car is joy. We want to count um, a marriage is joy. We want to count, you know, relocation of somewhere uh, is joy. Getting the new house is, is joy. But God says no. Even when you face many trials, trials of many kinds, I need you to count it joy, because you know the testing of your faith will pres- produce um, perseverance. Patience. Does anybody like patience? Nobody wants to deal with patience, but it's a, it's a fruit of the spirit. It, it, is, it is one of the fruits of the spirit. But as long as we're trying to do it, it's, it's, it's work. It's hard work that literally we're trying to do in our own time, in our own way. It got to be some things that you have power over. It got to be some things that you can literally say, I've tried. I'm 45 years old. I am. And I've tried and I did it this way. And I remember 24 days today, uh, days ago, 24 days ago, God literally woke me up. It was like three 30 and I did something. And I, this is in one of my previous podcasts and it's um talked about your weight and I, that day I got on that scale, I didn't realize that some of the pain that we carry around in our bodies could be the pain that we are literally carrying around in our hearts because we are trying to do this thing called life ourselves. You know, no one can build a house by themselves. No one can run a school by themselves. No one can build a plane by themselves. It's going to take more people. It's it's called a team. But as long as we decide to actually do it all by ourselves, God is like, "Okay, you got this. You want you don't want me to have any part of it?" Then God backs away. God gives us free will every single day so we can choose to be obedient and say, Father, I need help because I can't do this by myself. I can't raise this child by myself. I'm struggling in my marriage and I can't do this by myself. My significant other is not, um, you know, a follower of of Jesus. And I'm I'm going one way and I don't know God, but I know that we're married. and I know you hate divorce. So Father, what am I to do? Um, You know, and we're praying about finances and God is steady giving us income and he starts us off at a small income and we continually you know fuss about that or we complain about that when God is saying, I need you to be faithful with the little because how much is giving much more is required. And God is wanting to give you exactly what is already yours. So when we watch the news and when we hear the bad news, what do we do about it? What do we do about it? Do you call your girlfriend up and your, you know, your guy friends and you talk about it and you become more angry over this, you know, Black Lives Matter, over, you know, the, the um, police brutality? And what do we do? There are some call to do something. But if we're not called to do anything, we're still called to pray. But the prayers of the righteous availeth much. And sometimes, to be honest, not even sometimes, all the times, your prayer will get answered a lot faster than your complaints. God doesn't hear complaints. I think he shuts his ears off to complaining. I mean, I've been reading Exodus 14 and how Moses, you know, was taking the um, Israelites to the promised land. It's like literally right in front of them. But because God worked a miracle yesterday and, and and they don't see him doing this miracle today, they completely forgot about him and didn't trust and they complained. Now, where's God today? Why is he not doing what he did yesterday? Where's God today? When he's in the same place, when we are not faithful, God is always faithful. So you choose to give peace away. One of the biggest things I did as far as giving peace away is I, I wanted to be amazing mom and I wanted to be an amazing nurse and I wanted to you know to to do great things and all these things that I wanted I failed at and a lot of times that comes from our choices that comes from making bad decisions that comes from not really heeding the word of God or not getting wise advice and we just choose to do things our own way because um You know, the lust of the eyes and the, you know, the the lust of the flesh, they take over and money becomes, you know, it's this madman and you live this life that you want to be, that you've created and you've built for yourself, yet you realize much, much later in life that your heart is empty. Like, I'm freaking empty. Like, why am I empty? Everything I have, I need. Why am I empty? Because what you really, truly need, you don't have. I thank God that he said, not now. He said, he's, he has literally said not now to us for so long. And for so long, the enemy kept putting in my ear, and you believing this is going to happen? <laughs> he laughs. You think this is going to happen? And he continued to send people, even the closest people around you to, to, to you know, as to speak negativity, to, to say things that are not true, to not even believe when you believe. He continued to to do that, God is saying, I'm sorry, I know I should have cut this down, but God is saying, I need you to trust me. No matter what, I need you to trust me. And and that's what I started. I said I said, I'm just gonna trust God. I I mean I like how one person said, you know, when all else fail, you know, try Jesus, no, as a last resort. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. He should be out first. He chose us first. You know, and I i didn't really want to come on here. And like I said, it's a lot of things that I want to talk about. It is a lot of things that's on my heart and I wanted to just talk about and get out. Um, but I wanted to just literally try and not really run my kids' life, not really, you know, tell them what to do. Well, let me tell you one thing I did. And I know that a lot of people are not going to understand exactly why I did this, but I used to pray God to use my children, as I started intercede for them, God. Because, you know, God says the prayers of the righteous availeth much, and I prayed. To, you know, in order for my kids to have gotten from kindergarten to twelfth grade, they had to have trusted the teachers. They had to have failed several times before they passed. They had to have did, it, and they did it on their own. So, that was a test, and they prevailed. They made it. And then life happens, you know, you 18, 19, 20, whenever you decide to graduate high school, you know, life happens and you do whatever your parents want you to do. And, and most of them want you to do military or go to college and get an amazing degree, because that is what the world says, Now um, get a degree. You need to be somebody. And then they go on and they live this life and they pretend to be someone that they truly are not. When in reality, they're living a lie and they're living a lie because we as parents have chose their life for them instead of God's sins. Train them up in the way that they should go. When they're 5, 6, 15, train them up. Teach them in the way that they should go. And when they get older, they will not part from His Word. That means that no matter what they do, the mistakes that they make, the tears that they cry, they will not part from the Word of God. Yet we pray these prayers that we know are not going to, you know, about our kids. Let them succeed in everything. And, you know, you know, God, most of the people with God, that God, the disciples, that Jesus had, they were, they, they had all type of issues. None of them were perfect. God can use anybody. But in his word, he also said God qualifies the called. And I wanted my kids to make mistakes. I wanted them to fail. I wanted them because the best test in life is experience. Experience hurts. Pain hurts. It will bring you to your knees. True enough, mom and dad is here. But the Bible says when your mother and your father forsake you, I'm going to still be here. We got to trust that God is going to protect our kids, but we have to sometimes when they get older, we have to say, God, I, I trust you. And some of the biggest things and blessed things that has happened in my, in my life is when doors were closed. I honest to God, I rejoice in my closed doors now more than I do my open doors. I thank God for open doors. And I know that a new open door is a new assignment. And in that assignment, it's not gonna be comfortable because you don't grow in a comfortable place. You don't grow, you grow when it's humid, when it's hot and when it's moist and when it's crying and the tears, you grow then. You don't grow when it's too easy. You don't grow when you're not doing anything. You grow when you go. And sometimes we have to tell our kids, not only do I trust you, but I trust God. Because I'm a mother that prays. I'm a father that prays. And I know that God is going to provide. I know that God is going to take care of you. And I know that you're going to make the best decisions. Because I trust God. And even though we live in this evil world, I trust God. One prayer that I pray, and I'm going to put this here and this is new because I didn't grow up knowing this prayer. I didn't even grow up knowing a lot of this stuff. But my mom had us in church, the girls at least, probably close to every day. I remember sitting at our neighbor's house and watching. I thought it was PTL, but it's the same show as TVN today. And it brings tears to my eyes because when I got older, I was ready to go and live life and um, make money. I made lots of money. And then there was times I made no money. Now I'm getting emotional thinking about it because I don't want people to search and seek money. I want you to I want you to know God. I want you to know this Jesus that died and gave us all peace. He gave us an amazing peace that we can grab a hold of every single day. I didn't have that peace, but I smiled as if I did. Everybody thought I had it going on. Like I said before, my title became my idol. It was who I was. It was what I got up and I put on every day with boldness. God wasn't taking it away from me. He was restructuring me. He was building me up to do something different. Not just for me, but for my family, for my for my children's children, for my children, for others who need it to know that God is real and that his word is alive and is active today. God loves every single one of us. And even when there's a loss in our family, God still sends comfort. And a lot of time, even though I'm a nurse and I give pain pills to those that are hurting, sometimes we give pain pain We get the pills and it's still, the pain is still there. It just does not heal it. Sometimes the only thing that heals it is time. We got to trust God as parents. We got to trust that our kids are going to fail. And we got to trust them when they're going to succeed. And we rejoice in both times. We don't throw it back in their face and say that I told you so because it's going to allow them to say, I don't trust you, Mom. I don't trust you, Dad. I won't come and tell you anything else because you're going to throw this in my face again. I thank God that my kids have lived life. and I I know that God is going to use them. He used if you look at the people that God used in the Bible, they were, we would consider them today's time. They're murderers. They were they were thieves, tax collectors. They were they were awful people as we would describe today. Yet God used them. He changed them, and they changed the nation. They changed the world. Whatever it is that you are doing today, and it's something. There's nothing like peace. I just rolled by. Coming from the gym, me and my son, and I just rode by a uh, someone's house, and before I even got to the gym, I remember seeing the police out there and some people on the sidewalk, and they were laughing, and and um, my son was like, I guess they're okay, like a little fender bender, you know. And you see the state trooper car or the uh, deputy sheriff. We didn't think twice about it, but three hours later, after we had left my sister in law's house and get groceries, we come back and the. My heart got heavy. My heart got heavy. And I remember a day when my kids, after I had just left California, making all this money. And my kids were on the bus. And they drove by. And the bus driver, I thank God that she did this today. But she kept going. Because in the front of our yard, with our entire everything in our home, the things that we had bought and materialistic items and everything. They were there to evict us. They stole everything out of our house. Not just, and we, yeah, we absolutely deserve the eviction because we were not doing right. We were living this life of so-called fame and fortune and we had no peace. But I tell you that day when they removed everything out of their house, I remember going to one of the same places I went today and I cried. And I thank God he got us through that. We end up, he blessed us with another apartment. But that day we end up going to a hotel and we laughed like we hadn't laughed before. But I remember crying and saying, God, I trust you. This is just a part of the test. I didn't see exactly what God was doing now, but when I rode by there today, all I could do was pray. I could pray for the people that are going through because if I had anything else to do, I would help, but I could pray. I could pray that God, and sometimes, like I said, those doors that God closes are some of the best doors because we never know what he has in front of us. That's what we have to do. Don't don't choose the rest of your life to give your peace away. Peace is, it is everything. You can have everything you want. I thought it was, let me go get this. Let me work for this. Let me make this amount of money. And it wasn't that because it wasn't fulfilling this place that already had belonged to God anyway. It was, uh, I had an empty heart. And as one of my family members mentioned this weekend, it was profound with the words he said. It's he had to give the shovel away because he was digging a hole for himself. I thank God that he received that wisdom before it was too late. Because I've seen the too late. And it's not worth it. And even though we go through the ups and downs of life, God is still there. And he takes us through this test called life. And we'll pass it we'll see it and we'll get it and we'll keep going and we'll thank god that we went through that test because it's one of the best seasons of our life i thank god for us being in the hotel i thank god for us getting turned away from family members to say hey they've just got evicted from the home can you help them i thank god for the nose because I know after all those no's, God had a yes. And God always says yes. His answer has been yes since day one. But he knows the no's that we get. It's a reason from those no's when the people. Because he knows that that thing is going to either block us, it's going to cause a stumbling block, it's going to become a source, it's going to turn us away from him and he doesn't want that. So... Whatever it is in this day that you are allowing to take your peace, you still got today. You still got the rest of the day. You still have tomorrow. Choose to lay it down. Choose to say, "I, I take my peace back. I, ch- I take my peace back." And do this one thing: trust God. He'll never fail you. When people fail us, trust God. Okay, I pray that this message blesses you guys. I didn't really want to get all emotional, but I do because I literally just went with the flow with this one here. This is the third podcast today, but I just thank God that he allowed me to be able to do this one today. So I will see you guys again in the next episode of the Veronica Williams Podcast. Have an amazing day. Be blessed.